Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh my, now I'm here at last. I love it when people are catching up on older episodes of our podcast, um, <laughs> which you can anywhere there are podcasts. Um, you can also go to patentjt.com. Um, I'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. who this is. They didn't put their name. And anyway, it says, oh my gosh, listening to the, I'm not going to say the word she used. She used the P word, the underpants selling episode. Oh. So mad. Just cleaned out my underwear drawer, <laughs> threw away some old ones, and bought more. Could have made so much. They were all lady from Victoria's Secret. Do you remember when we had our friend Patricia on? She has that book about don't throw your cash in the trash Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And she was talking about the things that you think aren't worth anything and then you toss them. Yep. Patricia Penke. That's who it was. Yeah, she's got the book about it. She's local. Talks about the things that you have that are worth some money. We gave you million dollar tips there. Yep. I know, and I'm sorry we didn't but, hit you sooner. Well, I but, really but am. see, the thing is, I think whoever texted that in, it doesn't. Uh, it's not about being a lady from Victoria's Secret. <laughs> they don't care about no. that. The dirt bags on the internet don't care. It's not about the brand. It's about what was done in the brand. Sadly, unfortunately, that's true. sadly, that's true. So, Absolutely disgusting. So, <laughs> no. so glad you could catch up on that. And Gosh, I have an I have a story. Now I'm trying to find it, and I'm having a there it is. I have a story because it kind of. <laughs> It doesn't go along with this, but it made me think of it because you're talking about them being worn and used. And there is literally a program out there if you're looking for a way to make some extra money. So it kind of goes along. It's twofold. Uh, Human microbes. They're looking for donors for human microbes. And apparently you can become a stool donor. Oh, I was going to ask you where you could find my microbes. And you can get paid up to $500 per donation if you qualify. What, what's the, what are the qualifying? That means if you have a movement every day, 180000 a year. I mean, just go back, you, from, just get back from Chicago. So I'm at, every 48 hours, I'm good with all the cheese. <laughs> Hit me back in a week, maybe. There is humanmicrobes.org is the website if you want to take a look at it. It's legit. And it has details on it about how you can qualify. The, the, there's, there's like a questionnaire of who they're looking for. How to do this. And it's anonymous. Um, you, you set up an account, so you get paid for your donations. And I think you even get paid somewhat in advance the way it's work. You know, you get paid for so many donations, whatever. But anyway, I love this website. The big, the, the image, as soon as you open it, it's scientists <laughs> yeah. looking at well, poop, obviously. And then uh, the below there's four really smart scientists mm-hmm. and they're all just have their arms crossed looking at the camera. One guy's looking down. He wasn't looking at the photographer, but they're all just, they're like, you see the headline right below it. It says poop. poop. Yes, we, we need, need your, your poop. poop. <laughs> um, so if you're looking for a side hustle. <laughs> I, I need to send this to my brother because I know he's got so, something in there that'd be valuable to science. They might actually send it. They might send a limo for him. They might have to quarantine. Him. I don't know what. <laughs> you might be that. Human microbes. They're looking for what they're trying to find is the 0.1% of people with healthy Healthy, that's the key word. 
unperturbed <laughs> disease resistant microbiomes. Okay. So these are these are cuz they can tell if you're a healthy person from your poo, they can make conclusions about why. Why do you stay so healthy? What's the balance? Why why is that guy in the second picture down not looking at the camera? He's looking down. He, um he looks like he's pissed, doesn't he? He, he looks like he's pissed or he's like I can't believe I'm I I do not want to be here. I don't want a picture to, in this. I wanted to be a psychiatrist. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to be an internal medicine doctor and here I am. I am looking at everybody. I'm looking at poop all day long looking at poop. This is legit, guys. Yeah. All right. This well, is, I mean, whatever. Uh, just as just as legit, I guess, as selling your underpants. Well, if you if you have if you are, if you fit, that's fit serious, into that one, did you click on donors? No. Click on the word donors up at the top. If you fit into that one percent, they're looking for five hundred bucks a BM. You got to be kidding me. That's every day, one hundred eighty thousand per year. Yeah. That you donate. Done. <laughs> done. 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 But it does, and it does help people when you read the next part of why you should be a donor. It will make you feel very good about yourself. <laughs> Oh, about I, oh, I don't need. I, you, I can stop scrolling after that. Five hundred dollars <laughs> per donation. Be, I would have so. Validated. I would have so much swag if I knew that <laughs> I was making five hundred bucks. If I knew that I was making five hundred dollars per Duke, I would have. I would be. I yeah. want you to. I want you to take a look at this. Pat, see if you qualify. I'll look at it. Okay. So okay. if you get a chance, God, I didn't intend to throw that one out there today. Wow. It's one of those. One of those I just had tucked away in case we needed it. That's but right. Who knew it was going to lead to that today? For a rainy day. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, yeah, flying. How'd that go this weekend? You're out and about. Uh, uh, why my BMs are a little off. Mm. Always kind of are after flying, mm. but then especially going to. Uh, like Chicago eating pizza all for the last three days oh, and just glorious so fantastic. cheese and um yeah. It Did was you fun. have what, what I'm not going to ask what airlines you were on, on because um but I saw a couple of stories this weekend that just made me giggle because one of them was about I'm going to say one was Delta and one was American I'm not sure but it was two different airlines both showed up in my in my feed and one of them talking about that they're going to cut thousands of flights because they're trying to reduce their carbon footprint. And they're like, that's it. We've, we've just got to cut all these slides. We can't, we can't do this. We're, we're going to do the right thing. We're going to stop doing this and stop flying so many people. It's just going to become more exclusive is what ultimately. Mm-hmm. And it'll cost more because it'll be harder to get seats, right? And then the very next tweet is a girl in uh, Newark, New Jersey, trying to get to flipping Denver. And she's been on the tarmac where it starts at like four hours. And just then six burning. hours. Yeah. And then they go back to the gate. They then they don't unload them, and so they go back on the tarmac. Then they go back to the gate. Then they finally unload them, and then they load them back up, and they go back on the tarmac, and they go back to the gate, and then they finally unload them. So after ten hours of burning fuel, <laughs> did they finally leave? Not till the next day. Oh, I don't. They had to sleep in the lobby or in the. I'd leave airport. I'd go. I wouldn't. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I would get a car. I'd get. I wouldn't do it. I would not. I would not ever say the name of that airline ever again in my life. I would never hours. use them. That is so they're, absolutely they're, they're ridiculous. Burning fuel for ten hours, and then the, the exact the, the previous tweet on my timeline. Right, the very previous one was all about. Oh, we're going to cut flights. We're not going to burn and, so much fuel. Yeah. We're going to. It's like, well, don't worry because they're burning it for you. Right. So don't, don't worry. Right. I know. It's so, it's so stupid. It's just so. It's such a stupid theater. It's crazy. such a stupid play we're watching. It is. It really is. Um, but yeah, my BMs so, yeah. are better. We had a great time. We had a great time. <laughs> right back to business here. <laughs> slide back in there. Um, yeah, there's all. I mean, we had an awesome time in Chicago. Um, it's, it's so funny. And we've talked about this before, but about. People that just don't have any uh, knowledge or any awareness of their surroundings, the people around them, mm-hmm. the situations they're in, they're just like oblivious. And Airplanes just- are the worst because it's almost 
it's like people driving in their car. You don't realize the people around you. You just kind of like focus on your little bubble and do your thing. And you don't realize, well, they can see you. Yeah. We can see you. Well, and, and, I, and I even get that. Like if you're sitting in the seat and you're flying... But if you are landed and you are, everybody's getting off and then you still don't even know, realize. So we, and this has happened to me before. This was last year that it happened. And I, and I even told the story <laughs> where this obvious, no offense to, uh, there was a, <laughs> there was a, there was a, a sketch family. Okay. There's okay. a sketch family <laughs> that you could tell they were super excited. They don't, they either don't. I don't know what they don't do very much, but they were super excited to be on this airplane. Like it was almost like a carnival ride for them, right? Awesome. And I'll give them a little latitude, longitude, whatever, that they didn't understand the etiquette of maybe getting off an airplane. Oh, and it's okay. not like a concert that you rush the door as soon as they ding, ding, and get your butt, you get your suitcase you, and you rush up the aisle. That's not how it, it goes. Is, in their defense, I can see where they might get confused because the minute you hear that ding, when it hits the door, everybody stands up. Yeah, which is like like yeah. it's going to be a race, and yeah. then everybody stands there and just waits because they all stand up, and then they wait for their turn. Yeah, okay. Well, I call this family the Crocs family because they all had Crocs, <laughs> and so I was about uh, three quarters. This was before three quarters of the way back. As soon as the thing, they all rushed and they had their suitcases, and Ma was there, and Pa, and the kids, <laughs> and then so this week, um, yesterday, we land in Omaha, and from the beginning of when we got to the. Actually, from when we left the hotel in our Uber to get to Midway, it was like one of those things where you just something weird was in the air. It was just weird. Like Beth and I almost wet our pants because it was traffic. <laughs> we had to pee. We should have peed before. We had a cocktail before. We it was on. We had the Uber guy go in on ra- on rails like teetering because we it was like it was happening. If just I'm not there in 90 seconds, it's go! happening. So that was weird. We get there and we get to our gate and it was just like there was. Sometimes you get to your gate and it's just. It's calm, and you sit down, and you line up, and you go in. And we were on Southwest, so it's it's the or- it's the well, call, okay. but it's organ. But I it is to a degree, but it's still. But but it wasn't even about that. It wasn't mm. even about the cattle call thing because I've that that's the first, and it, it wasn't even an issue with like the cattle call. Like it was or as organized as it can be. Like <laughs> if if nothing else had happened, it would have been just normal. But like you're sitting there, and we're sitting by a, not in the plane, but before we boarded. Thank God they weren't on our flight. But we were sitting by a family of five, and there were three of them that were under the age of 10, mm. two of them that were probably between 10 and 14, and the two younger ones were screaming and flailing, and the, the dad was there with his AirPods in, and he was watching a video on YouTube with his <laughs> other older kids. And the mom, the kids were crying, and there were chips, and the kid was chewing and oh opening his mouth, and oh he, had, he had cheese in his hair. Like, it was a disaster. <laughs> and... Um, and we were sitting right next to them, and I'm like, oh, my God, please don't, please, please, please don't be on our flight. They weren't, thank goodness. But that, <laughs> but that just set, like, everything that, was just weird from there on out. Uh, and that probably distracted you from who was actually going to be on your flight. Right, which was fairly normal, which was mm-hmm. very, very normal people, except when we land, there was a family, and I, I think they were, they were speaking German, I think. I don't know what it was. It, was, it wasn't English, I'll tell you that much. And they, from the, when you look at them, they look, just look like a normal family, whatever. Not weird. They didn't have Crocs on, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting, we're sitting in probably like row 15, 16, 17, like three, half, three, uh, two thirds of the way back. And they came from the very back-ish. And so as soon as the pull up to the gate, ding, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. And so the, this kid, probably 13, has got a backpack on that's about... I don't know, 
18 inches sticking out 18 inches, right? He oh, runs okay. up and he st- ends up that people ahead of us were already standing up, getting ready to leave. And they came from the back and it ended like he stopped right next to Beth's seat. I was in the middle. She's on the aisle. And she just looked, looked at me and I'm like, oh, it's going to go down. <laughs> I go, this kid doesn't know what he's, what, what's he's trying to push his way through. He's uh, and pass. well, and so he stands, he stands there and stops. And then he, his sister's behind him and pushes him. And then they laugh. And he turns around and, and the backpack push it, hits Beth, Beth's shoulder. Ah. And they're like, they're like the kid and the daughter and whatever, the son and sister are like just dicking around, mm-hmm. like poking each other and laughing. And the mom's behind the sister going, saying something like joking around, like not, not like, not reprimanding, not like calm down. Right. You're 13. Yeah. You are a big kid. You have a backpack. You're whacking people. She's tickling the daughter and they're like, ah, and they're in the aisle. Like there's people, there's an old lady on the other side. There's, <laughs> and then this kid. So imagine he's, you, imagine he's like facing toward the cockpit, right? Okay. Now imagine him, he turns around, whacks Beth on the shoulder with his backpack. Now he's facing back toward the tail towards his sister and his mom. Right. He puts his right arm on top of the seat in front of Beth and leans in. Like he is leaning over his her. His armpit's sense. in front of her. Her armpit is in his front. His armpit in yes. front of her face. Okay. Yes. And it's like where his armpit is at her center of body. <laughs> and she just looks at me and she goes, are you kidding me? <laughs> and, and like she said it that loud without the beeping of the F word. And I just look like, oh my gosh. I looked up at the kid and he, nothing, like oblivious, still slapping, tickling. Mom He's not twisting. noticing. Mom not, mom noticed him, didn't notice that it was an intrusion of anybody's space. Mm. And not, not, <laughs> and I, this, I'm just pointing this out because it is a fact. I don't know what it was. I don't know anything, but there were lesions all over his arm. Ah! Yes. I don't know what they were. I don't, I don't judge because I know we never know what's going on. I'm just saying I, the a fact was, is that there were rash lesions all over his arm that was on the headrest that was right. And his armpit in front of Beth's ah. face. I'll just, ah. I'll just leave that there. Okay. And so, yeah. And they, so they did. And then what Beth goes, she goes, <laughs> something you never want to hear from your wife when she, when, when this is going on, she goes, watch this. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so she, it's getting, coming back to our turn in our, to in go row. and she gets and she the kids hasn't moved up right next right. to her gets up takes the our carry-ons right above us grabs it it swings down hits him like in the backpack and he shoves <laughs> forward and she goes and she kind of scoots him back she goes go ahead babe and so i went out in front of her and grabbed mine and the kid was like just stunned couldn't believe it i love this and she's like she's like at the street where there's a puddle and she's tossing her coat on the puddle for i you. know I so you can get through well, i wanted to, i wanted to play but she didn't tell me your plan because i probably would have been like babe just calm let's just get out of here no no and then the the the, the mm-hmm. people i mean they, did they, they notice they didn't even notice the kid noticed because he got bumped yeah and but and his eyes got big and he said something in whatever language like a <laughs> almost like an i'm sorry excuse me or whatever like mm, too late oblivious too late absolutely oblivious <clears throat> oh my god oblivious oh so, so anyway that so was that was the the worst of it though right oh yeah and that was i mean the rest of it was the rest of it was awesome i don't think there was anything that anything that happened oh my god um yeah, I don't think there was anything else um, on the trip that happened that was like <laughs> extremely noteworthy. Yeah, I'm glad you made. it. I mean, it was okay. super fun. We had a great time, but yeah, that was oh was always something. My biggest my biggest scare in the last few days is um, I couldn't get the dogs to come in, and they were hanging out by one of the trees, and I got Jack to come in, but Teddy wouldn't. What was up the tree? Under the tree was a baby bunny. Oh no! Yeah, he found a nest. And um, he was afraid of them, but he was like, 
getting close and sniffing them, and he had one, and their eyes weren't open yet. Oh, my goodness. Little baby bunnies. And so I got everybody away. Nobody was harmed in the making of the story. Okay. So uh, there was two little baby bunnies that were pulled out of their nest, and they were underground there right by the tree. Shit. Oh, Mama man. Bunny had picked a, like, supreme location. She's a fantastic shade during the heat of the day. Uh, protected from rain for the most part. Except Beautiful in a yard place. with two dogs. She did not ask around before she moved right? in. And, and this is the first I've seen of them. But obviously they were very young because they, they still, like I said, their eyes were still shut. But they were probably like the size of the palm of my hand as far as, you know, the, not quite as long. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe just the palm of my hand, my, my fingers. But they were, they, were, they were pretty good size. They weren't just born. Um, but... Yeah, their eyes were still shut. And so there were two of them that were out, so I ran real quick and grabbed a box. So I'm like, I've never had the baby bunny problem because I always had the dogs, right? Mm-hmm. I've never, I mean, when I first moved into that house 10 years ago, there were bunnies that didn't last long. Because Doogie, remember, Doogie was like constantly, yeah. he came back the one time with a little tuft of, of yeah. bunny tail in his teeth and he right. was like flipped out. Like, <laughs> like, oh my God, I caught it. And that was the, that was the miniature Pomeranian. For those who don't know who Doogie was. Um, but Doogie was rabid about rabbits. But anyway, um, so I haven't had any bunny problems since at all. And um, both of the guys were just like, what is this? These look like our toys. <laughs> yeah. You know, this kind of thing. But they're warm. Um, <clears throat> so I went and got a box and a towel. And I put the two in there. And I made a quick phone call to Wildlife Rescue. And um, this was after 8 o'clock at night. And they were there. And super cool, super helpful. And um, I did not know this because I've never had to do this before. But bunnies, it's a total myth that if you touch the bunnies, the mamas won't take them back. Mamas don't care. I saw uh, something on um, uh, Smithsonian not too long ago that mm-hmm. said that's that's a, like universally a myth for most Most species. critters. Yeah, you could put, oh, it was after that baby eagle fell out of the nest and the scientists climbed back up and put it. And they said, contrary to popular belief, all mothers will take their, they don't smell. The don't, instincts overtake anything they smell on their on their kids right it's just like mm-hmm. that's still theirs and they're, they're not going to kick them out of the nest so to speak and so they said just put them back in and cover it up and there was you could see the stuff that she had used to cover it up and it was so well cam- camouflaged but like some dead grass and there was some fluff of some sort i'm not really sure where that, oh, that came. might have been from. part of hers i don't know oh. might have been some undercoat i don't know what it was and so put them back in. and there was just this little little mob of, of bunnies that were down in there all just kind of rotating around and moving underneath there. That's so awesome. It was so cool. So I put them both in there and like set one down and it was just like they just got swallowed up and pulled back down inside. <laughs> and then the next one got swallowed up and pulled downside. And I covered it up and then I took an old um, wire uh, playpen that I had for Jack when he was uh, for about six minutes when he was 12 weeks old right, before he yeah. grew <laughs> and had had, it was probably, it's like two feet tall, a little over two feet tall. It was enough to keep him in for at the time. Um, but, uh, she said, yeah, just put that around there so the dogs don't mess with it. <clears throat> so I did that and put a couple of bricks on one end. So it's up about two inches on one end so she can get under. And they said that the mamas only come in like early in the morning and late at night. And otherwise they're out for, oh, wow. for the most part and, and eating and doing stuff. But they check on their babies like twice a day. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't otherwise know that. they leave them alone. And so, yeah, put the, the wire cage around it and got it, had some anchors so I could secure it so it wouldn't roll, blow over. The dog couldn't push it over. Um, and so, yeah, so I got a pen full of bunnies now out in the backyard. You got to put a webcam on it. <laughs> I know. I'm waiting for them to emerge. They haven't yet. So it's been, been a day or two, but we'll see if they Do the don't. dogs go back there like something's in Do there? They still walk by it. 
It's like a vending machine. Right. And they'll just like walk by and then they look back at the porch and I'm usually standing there. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm not doing nothing. And they just keep walking. <laughs> they don't. Like something smells super funny over mm-hmm. here. Something smells delicious. I'm over not here, supposed to have it. And then, <laughs> then Jack found a stupid cicada that was on the ground. Had it in his mouth. And he's standing there. <laughs> have you ever seen the video of the dog that had something in its mouth? And and uh-uh. they had the the microphone up close. You could hear the oh no, huh? Like, like little sound. Was it a cicada? There's a cicada in his mouth. And Jack did the same thing. He picked it up, and I'm like, drop it, out, out. And I could hear it moving. Is it his, his mouth? And he had this weird look on his face, like, like oh my god, I'm in so much trouble, but I don't want this in my like mouth. My, but my, if I drop it, then she knows I have it. My and- dog treat is flickering, mom. <laughs> but I don't want you to know that. So he finally. Bleh. Dropped it and I threw it over the fence, so it's safe. But it was grounded for whatever reasons. So. Oh man! Ugh, ugh. So anyway, so yeah, so pretty exciting stuff for the most part, right? Very exciting. <laughs> what? That's a lot. What That's happening? Lot. But yeah, so uh, yeah, so I was dealing with that while you were on the plane. Yeah, I was dealing with my animals. You were dealing with your animals. There you go. Uh, and see, in Centris Federal Credit Union says thank you. Yeah, you know Thank what? Thank you for getting us past the microbes. I, hey, you know what, uh, Centris? I have some people who are in town now that may be looking for work. Oh. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, they may be looking for a little uh, for a, a potential job. And mm-hmm. I don't listen to anything that I said before. I'm sure they're fantastic people. I'm yes. sure they're very responsible. Um, just a... Uh, New career? Uh, maybe that's possible. Centris Federal Credit Union, they're there for you, like in all stages of your life. There is a future, and they say you can bank on waiting for you at Centris Federal mm. Credit Union. I like that. Um, but consider joining Centris Federal Credit Union. They have employees. Uh, they are their most valuable asset, and they take really good care of them. How about a $1,000 bonus after your first year? If you're that, And that's for um, entry-level uh, tellers and contact employees, people mm-hmm. that not contact, not the employees they pay to touch other people, <laughs> the contact center representatives. So the people call in to talk to you. Um, mm-hmm. And again, you're local. So you're looking at something entry level, if that's that's something that appeals to you, or something else you should get online at centrusfcu.org backslash careers. That's where you're going to be able to check out their current career opportunities and and apply today. Sweet. Everybody likes a gig. Everybody likes money. Right. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity affirmative action employer. Sweet. It's centrusfcu.org or call them at 402-334-7000. There you go. Sweet. Thank you uh, to Centrus. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Thanks to that random dirty German family for giving (laughs) me a story to tell. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Podcast. A Huda Media Production.